thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he's such as this, this thing here. Alright, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition of the People's Talk Show. Um, looking forward to connecting, finding out what's going on. As always, uh, running behind, but uh, nevertheless, I'm here. Looking forward to uh, hopefully get a chance to speak to some people tonight. Looking forward to uh, finding out what's on your radar. Lots of things unfolding, as I always mentioned. want to make sure I cover a variety of subjects if possible. And uh, I have a couple of things on my end that's worth just being into the forefront, let you guys do what you do with it. But uh, I was looking at a recent Gallup poll and some of the numbers that were given in reference to how people categorize their current economic situation. And based upon survey done, you know, more people are uh, quoted as suffering than during the great financial crises over a decade ago. And I'm thinking to myself, like, is, are those numbers exaggerated? Is it real? Because based upon just the information being provided, the news is being covered. You really wouldn't assess the current damage as being as bad as the great financial crises because of the housing situation. Of course, it's probably bad now, but we don't know the full extent of all the bankruptcies and foreclosures and things like that. And of course, the job layoffs is is present, but you know nowhere near where they're talking about this thing going. But you know, I just question these figures. I wonder is it more you know doom and gloom slash uh, just just you know over exaggerated figures or whatnot? But I don't know. But I'm curious to get your thoughts because perhaps that is the case, and people who are being asked these questions to rate their current financial status, they perhaps they might be feeling it uh, like that. But we'll get into that. But anyway, before I move further, welcome to the live stream. Uh, let me know where you're watching from. If you're new to the community, definitely let me know where you're watching from. We'll love to give you a quick shout out. And if you have thoughts, ideas, suggestions, solutions, or anything of that magnitude relevant to things you study or your expertise or whatever it might be, this was the, the RTD talk show is about you getting a chance to let your voice be heard. So feel free to uh, give me a call when the phone lines open up. We'll love to hear from you directly. And uh, let me check in real quick. I know the uh, bail notification did not go off just because I uploaded this thumbnail late, but hopefully more people are notified. If you don't mind, if you're here, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully more people are notified. And if you're bold and courageous enough, go ahead and hit that share button, invite a family, a friend member just to come over, and hang out with us and get a chance to uh, hear the alternative side to the lame stream media uh, definitely love to connect with new people, but real quick, we got Neil's checking in. It says buy silver and platinum. Appreciate mm -hmm. you, man. Uh, definitely, he's a he's you're definitely a, a platinum enthusiast. Appreciate you for being a part of the community. We got Solo checking in. We got Daryl checking in. Miss Love. We got Hercules from the Pathanon. Uh, Pathion, we got Jay, we got Will Smith, we got Carl checking in from Yashaba, Mexico. <laughs> uh, we got Ed, Dwayne Clark, we got uh, Kenneth. Uh, let me see here. a few more people. Gail checking in. Monero Juana, appreciate it from Florida. All right, fair amount of people. Uh, it says I love platinum. Uh, that's good, man. Appreciate you. 
yeah, it's definitely better to hold something uh, closer to the periodic table or on the periodic table, if possible, rather than all these debt, paper, product, promises to pay in the future, contracts, all that stuff, man. The less exposure you have to those things, I believe, you know, the less you'll have to lose in this current restructuring of our monetary system that's well underway. All right. So enough of me rant, man. Will from Houston. Appreciate you, man. Please discuss executive order that Biden signed last spring. Rickards talked about it. Carl Lake. I will have to get caught up to speed on that just because I covered a variety of executive orders from last three administrations. Uh, and I'd imagine you sounds like you are well versed in it. So feel free to give me a call, man, and, and get us caught up to speed. Cause I'm sure last year when he signed it, we talked about it, but you know, there's been so many executive orders that uh, it'll be hard to keep up with. So, but I'll try to do my best. Throw me an executive order uh, number and I'll look it up when we're talking and I'll probably, you know, I'm sure I can type up an old video and see what we talked about it, but it'll be just more um, of them trying to further remove our rights and freedoms and benefit themselves with some type of alternative or fake create currency creation or something of that magnitude. Okay, so enough ranting, man. Let's get into some headlines real quick. So before I do that, you know, you never know who might be new to the community. So always you have to, you know, welcome people and just basically point them back to where they can stay plugged in at. And so, as always, for those that are new, just real quick, uh, link beneath this video. I'll try to keep it sweet and simple. The best place to get plugged in and get caught up to speed on this current de-dollarization process. I have everything that's needed to get a basic understanding. I'm not an economist. I'm not a PhD. I'm not a philosopher or nothing like that. I'm just a man with an opinion who happens to do a lot of reading, watch a lot of the videos, as well as interview a lot of smarter people than myself. So I try to put together their thoughts, uh, which have become some somewhat my philosophies into simple to understand and digest formats. And so, and it starts with getting your weight up. That is a primary model of this channel. Getting your weight up just helps you from the financial standpoint solely. It's not going to save your soul. It's not going to you know, put food in your mouth. It's not going to give you calories. It's just literally helping you preserve what you work so hard for as we transition. Because from the video I did last week, as you can tell, as currencies are destroyed due to the destruction of the monet- of the economies by central banks and governments, gold and silver happen to be real money. That is the kryptonite to the cabal, and it's not going nowhere. They can manipulate the price, but eventually something will break. It's better to have weight than to have paper, in my opinion. But Silver Starter Kit here by Boyan Max, uh, definitely an opportunity for those to get your weight up. And by show of hands, anybody out there already taking advantage of this opportunity, let me know by with a thumb. Uh, just a Trying to help the community as best I can, I think, is an affordable way to get your weight up. And also, make sure you guys connect, rtd.locals.com. Make sure you subscribe and become a member there so you can get plugged in. And if you're a content creator, you do videos or blogs, reach out to me, post them in there so other people in the community can uh, feed off of your expertise. And if you you like, feel free to donate to the community. It's always helpful to get some support from those who, um, you know, vibe with me a little bit. And then, of course, RTD. Rethinkingadollar.com is a home base. I had that before I had all this other stuff. Everything you need there, interviews, you name it, is there. All the way to the crisis reports. I have the de-dollarization platform, all the videos at that link there. Get caught up to speed. And here's a lot of smart individuals from the mining space, economists, professors, financial advisors, traders, you name it. They've been talking about what we're experiencing now for quite some time now. And I believe that, you know, at least three videos that you watch, could definitely put you in that top tier of very well-informed individuals. 
outside of what uh, the mainstream media will have you believe. So that's just a little bit of that. But let's, let's jump right in uh, real quick. Let me move some things and open up some things. So I want to start off just with this uh, Zero Hedge article that I saw uh, because it's quite interesting and in telling where we're currently at. And I want to get your thoughts as to whether or not it, it, you really believe it's this bad or not, because I'm of the mindset that you know things are um, – unstable things are of concern but I, I really feel that it's hasn't really even started yet in comparison to what uh, will eventually unfold and that's why i question these numbers being put out there but everybody's you know financial emotional spiritual positioning right now is different than the next man so i can never question what anybody put out there but real quick i'll read this thumb through this and these, these graphs that really caught my attention but it says record number of americans are suffering surpassing 2008 crisis levels, Gallup poll, Gallup poll finds. And so real quick here, uh, Gallup's Life Evaluation Index. Let me zoom in to here if I can. Make it easy to read. Uh, Gallup's Life Evaluation Index measures the quality of Americans by asking respondents if they're thriving, struggling, or suffering. The survey is a zero to 10 survey. Those who check four or below are classified as suffering seven or higher is thriving and so before i move forward for those who are plugged in out of curiosity feel free to let me know based upon those metrics you know four and under means you're suffering seven and above meaning you're thriving and then that five to seven range in the middle uh means you're you're, you're doing decent it means you're 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 probably sorry let me see so thriving is seven and above so make sure I got this right. Seven or higher is thriving. And those who check four or below are suffering. And so suffering is four and below. Thriving is seven and above. In the middle, I guess, is struggling. Just by a, a quick survey within the community based upon the 90 or, 90 or so people here, uh, let me know. I see Solo Carl X says 14.067. Bet Solo, keep me in mind with that. I'll come back to that. Uh, so based upon those metrics, out of curiosity, it says not sure, but I informed from uh, via Discord of Mike's channel via getting washed. Not sure, but I informed him via Discord. Yeah, so if, for those who might be coming back for after a while, Discord got taken down. Didn't get a win, just got it taken up out of there. So just by a real quick survey from those tuning in, four and under, suffering, five to seven, suffering or what does it say? I keep messing up. Struggling. <laughs> Suffering is 4 and 0. Struggling is in between. Thriving is above. Let me know where you guys are, are approximately or if you happen to know of a lot of people. Just because, once again, I, I personally, and I think this is a part of just a lot of this stuff that people are experiencing. I, I'm, I'm very grateful and appreciative and blessed to say that I haven't you know, God, and I'm very grateful that, uh, you know, me and my circle, you know, we, I, no one's it's no one would even think the economy has even had any issues. And that's a blessing, man. So that's why I'm wondering, like, you know, are these valuations real or what? Because, you know, we all know somebody who might not be doing better, whatever. But just out of curiosity. So Miss Love says five to seven. Uh, tuning in to Real News. Appreciate you, Barlight Broker uh child of god says one or two for me that's not good man definitely and that's where you know if, if people are four and under i'm trying to figure out like okay how can 
you know, is, is, as a as a community, is there something that we can do, or you know, can we, you know, you know, what are you doing that we can, you know, help you with, or you know, that's kind of where I'm at, man. Uh, Hercules says decent. I got a savings. That's a good deal, man. Uh, okay, so that's fair enough. There, I see five to seven. Joshua Carter, or how many people did the poll? Don't say. Yeah, it does say. Uh, I saw a figure. And I have to go to the primary. Let me go to the primary. So I have to go to the Gallup poll because I was reading through it. And the survey total number was it was a couple thousand. Let me see here. So I got you. Uh, it says on August 2nd, July 26th to August 2nd are, 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 are based on web surveys of 3,600 U.S. adults as part of the Gallup panel, a probability based non opt in panel of about 115,000 adults across all 50 states and the District of Columbia. And so this is the most recent results. So are based on results. So 3,600 are based on a web surveys of 3,600 U.S. adults. And so 3,600 U.S. adults, so which is not a good overall broad metric, but it's enough to uh, just get an idea as to what's starting to happen. So if that answers your question, TB, let me know, man. Um, yeah, so here's a, here's a visual aid here. Just to you know, we move back to just the charts itself. So this particular Gallup poll started during or right before the, at the break of the Great Financial Crisis, and the highest on here is four point seven, and we know how problematic that was for a lot of people, and it was basically geared upon the subprime lending, which just turned into a housing predominantly, as well as impacting the equities markets and things like that, a sell off. But then again, that's where we're introduced to quantitative easing and everything like that. And here we are now, 13 years or so later, give or take where we're at. And uh, it's at 5.6% of people. So it's surpassed the Great Recession. And we haven't really even began to experience anything like really, 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 really severe. Like, you know, this is just, as I always say, we're just experiencing tremors for what's happening because the Great Financial Crisis started in wall street kind of and then sprinkled out to other areas but now we have situations in each country that's all starting to just you know have some issues so something worthwhile there and then here's another graph here let me go back let me zoom out it's too big and so here is more just something to look at get you to think make you count your blessings wherever you're at uh, I'll just keep it here. It says uh, here it says the percentage of respondents classified as thriving. Those who classified as thriving was 51.2% in July from a record high of 59.2 in June. And so within that 30 day time period, based upon the people submitted their responses or probably resubmitted or whatever, it dropped. It says the number of people thriving is at an 18 month low. It says the lowest reading of a respondent thriving was 46.4, which was only measured twice. First in November of 2008 and the second one in the early parts of the current pandemic lockdown. And so the, the visual aid for that, as you guys can see here, just looking at those who are labeled as thriving. So it's, it was trending upward since the great financial crisis. I'd imagine more people got back on their feet. They, of course, incentivized everybody to go out borrowing to help revitalize things. So it made the appearance of pro progress, but then we have the current situation. We all know what happened in March, April of 2020. And so we shot up off of stimulus checks and everything of the like. And then now here we are at 51.2.
Now, where do we go from here? For the next four months, my I my 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 guess would be barring some type of reversal in the, with the monetary authorities or the government deciding to provide stimulus again for their people rather than stimulate Ukraine. That number 51.2 by the end of September could literally be 39 point something like we could literally go lower than the 46.4, which you see on the screen here from the great financial crises, as well as the current March situation. So we had those two events there, which were definitely some major shocks to the markets and to the economy. And so based upon the current trajectory, uh, I don't see much happening in D.C. or on Wall Street to revitalize things, barring some type of event. Uh, da, 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 what else we got to say? The data is from 2018, 2008 and 2019. OK, but what we have about the current July information. All right. So there's another one. Let me get this one here. Let me go here. Uh, let me hear. So the next one here just talks about real, you know, this is something we we've covered before. This is just the real wages that's trending negative due to the CPI figures that are completely eroding any type of real increases in the nominal gains that people are earning and with their hourly wages. So we're continually treading downward and I don't see a reversal barring some type of Fed pivot or some kind. So we'll find out what uh, happens out of Jackson Hole. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Uh, what else we got here? And, you know, this, this once again, this is not like to just only talk about bad news. Feel free to give me a call, bring some good. It's all good. I'm just I'm just covering what's the primary focal point in the financial and the global economy because I got some China stuff as well. And that's something that was not talked about too often over here just because we got our own set of problems to worry about. And uh, here is a headline that, once again, put it out there, let you guys do what you do with it. But based upon all the information I just shared with that survey of people saying that, you know, some are struggling and the number of people thriving are is trending downward, heading into the fall here with 50 percent of employers expect job cuts survey. Fine. Another survey. Here's how to prepare for a potential layoff. And they, of course, CNBC gives you some steps to go do that. But when the CEOs are surveyed and they say that they have to make some adjustments, mind you, primary purpose of a publicly traded company a business in general is to make a profit. And if it's publicly traded to make a return for shareholders, they'll do whatever they need to do in order to, uh, as they say, trim the fat so they can stay lean and mobile and productive and profitable. So, Hey, it is what it is. This is like, this is the, this upcoming decade will be the greatest opportunity for human humankind to really step out and to become everything that God created to become utilizing their giftings as well as just being able to find new ways to thrive and survive in this economy that is new economy that they're creating for us. So, uh, and it's going to be an abundance of opportunity, man. And that's why I think it's it, it, for, you know, this is just me preaching to myself. And so like, you know, basically being able to recalibrate your paradigm and focus on and look for things that, you know, our problems for some, something that you can solve and then try to package it up and deliver it into the market. Those are those how, how that's how, in my opinion, 
uh, innovation and innovative concepts are are created. There's going to be more. Hmm. It's just like the Great Depression. There's going to be more newfound millionaires, whatever that's worth in this paradigm shift than any time in prior history, I believe, for those who are trying to out solve problems of some kind. Anyway, I'm sure I'm preaching to the crier. Let's keep it moving. A couple more articles here, then I'll open the phone lines and we can chit chat some. Uh, this is something, this is completely off topic. This is completely off topic, but I wanted to share this because I didn't share it earlier. But when I was referring to topics that have nothing to do with what's being presented in front of us, I'm more diving down, you know, just diving down some rabbit holes, still can't help myself. Uh, but uh, here is an interesting video here. And this is this is completely off topic, but I just thought I would share it because uh, I was thinking once this. So this is somebody. Uh, this is the video from somewhere on Twitter. And you have to the right the actual visual presentation, which I'm more than confident was presented to some type of classroom or some type of uh, you know, some type of presented to somebody as being authentic and real. Uh, referring to this particular lady here, whoever she is, I don't know if this was a skit or what, but this is a type of deep fake slash green schemes, green screen technology that goes into trying to convince people that we are actually out in the upper stratosphere in orbit type of things and where there's not enough evidence or proof other than just sheer science fiction and this type of stuff here where you have a chick basically putting stuff in her hand and a man in a green suit <laughs> taking it and he's up here making it think it floats. So I just had to share that because it's entertaining and, and it's, it's more of this stuff that's starting to surface. It might be fake, might be real. It's whatever. It's mm -hmm. up to each and every individual to try to figure out what they believe or, or how they're going to take it. But it's just, I got a lot more of that stuff, man, that just really gets you thinking. Anyway, let's talk. Uh, on the last note here, we haven't touched on what's happening out east. Definitely, there's more interesting stories being allowed to lead that country. And prior to the last, uh, was it, you know, several years, not much media or information on, on in relation to the health of the Chinese economy was able to be leaked out or shared. But now we're hearing more from our own media, which leads me to question it as well. But uh, we know the real estate market is not too good, not too healthy over there the banking sector as well. But uh, it looks like they're trying to incentivize their citizens to get out and borrow more for whatever it's worth. But I'm not quite sure in this current environment who's really trying to go heavily in heels and debt when everything around them is not as productive as it used to be. But it says China slashes mortgage rates to tackle deepening property crisis. So imagine the way things are being set up. Interest rates are extremely low already. Uh, let me see what the current rates are. So here we have the Bank of China announced Monday that it cut its five-year loan prime rate from 4.45 to 4.3. It also slashes one-year loan rate from 3.7 to 3.65. One year, five year. Not quite sure that's nothing of an incentive to go into debt for a property that uh, may not even be built yet, but to each his own. But point in case is the only way they'll really entice people to get back out here to really inflate these bubbles again is to probably give it to them at literally zero or negative rates to where you gotta the bank pays you to take out these funds meaning that 
in the future, at the end of that loan, you'll end up paying a lot less. And and it'll be good for those who are able to sustain themselves like that because the rate of inflation definitely will make it very beneficial for you where it'd be even cheaper. Paying, paying in cheaper future dollars would be a good thing. Anyway, that's just what's happening in China on the front there. And then last one here, uh, China Yuan falls after central bank cuts rates for the second time in as many weeks to revive the economy. So they're doing their best to try to prop things up. But it's all predicated on people going out and borrowing. And if in this current environment, if that debt you're taking out ain't productive as far as putting something back in your pocket immediately, I wouldn't do much with it. But anyway, that's just me. <sighs> okay, let's talk, man. Uh, lots of subjects worthwhile. Uh, I definitely can jump on our EO executive order. Let me see here. Where is that executive order you guys put out there? Uh, uh, solo, do me a qu- do me a favor because it's, it's up in my feed and I may not be able to go find it, I don't think uh let me see here let me see our yes solo if you don't mind throw me that executive order number again and i'll pull it up because i can't i don't see it uh where did it go i don't see it so do me a favor throw me that executive order again and i'll try to bring it up and we can touch on it again uh rtd but mike hasn't responded i dm rtd but mike hasn't idea mike uh tony b what's going on man Executive 14067. Blaylock, my account is banned. Uh, are we talking about are we talking about Discord or what? We're, yeah, so I Discord is gone, so I, I I can't do nothing with that. My the next best thing to join and connect and talk in real time would be Telegram. So do that. And then if you're interested in sharing articles and things of that nature, Telegram, as well as the RTD Locals, will be the best uh, the best place to connect. All right, so 14067, if I'm not mistaken. Let me grab that. Give me one second here. And also, for those plugged in, definitely, there's lots of subjects worth touching on, so feel free to throw them out there. And we can try to touch on them. Executive order. All right, insurance possible development of digital Okay, so here's what's popped up. Dismissed. I don't want that. Dismissed for 30 days. We're sorry, but to disrupt you, I don't want this. Uh, okay, so this is what popped up when I typed in uh, Executive Order 14067. So it looks like just off rip development of digital assets. So it has everything to do with the CBDC. And uh, so if this is 14067, so this is the executive order from this year, which basically. Uh, to me, when I went through it, I didn't see anything detailed and descriptive in regards to how they were going to uh, treat the digital asset space. It was more so geared towards how they're going to attempt to roll out, as it says here, the United States CBDC. It says policy and action related to the United States central bank digital currencies. So it's more so of a white paper type of uh, ordeal talking about so a cbdc 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 so to me uh this is more so something that was presented to our government on be from the banks as well as a central bank to just basically begin the dialogue in reference to how the cbdc what it looked like and all the details as far as who's going to construct it and how it's going to roll out but that was all i'm familiar with this particular documentation here let me know if something more uh, has surfaced or somebody did a much, much deeper deep dive, feel free to let me know. But it's ultimately 
preparing us for the central bank digital currency. And so it's just one of many more documentations, I'm sure, which will be rolled out. But as I mentioned before, in my opinion, a CBDC is already done because they told us that this was a part of our future, you know, years and years ago. So it's not surprising whatsoever. Now it's a matter of how and when. But that one thing I want to bring to your attention uh, that plays into the CBDC. Let me share something with you. I'll put it on the screen here. Copy, post, link. And this is something that I just came across and I listened to it. And I would encourage anybody because I, I, I do not follow Project Veritas as much as I used to. And so this is a, I guess, a recent interview done by Project Veritas. And what this two minute clip that I put on the Telegram page, what it's talking about is how this person here, Charlie Chester, who works for CNN, he was basically saying that they have already been given instructions on the next agenda or the next plan that is going to be rolled out real soon. And this next plan will be a much longer lasting plan that will stick because it'll be a globally coordinated event. And it has everything to do with the weather and the harshness of the weather and all the, you know, the, the, the two C's referring to the weather and how he's not quite sure what or how he just know that he was told to get ready for it because they'll be forced to basically pump the airways with full of doom and gloom. And he made it seem as if there's some type of an event that they're basically going to be writing about and speaking about or something like that, which will result in the same procedures that happened when the whole pandemic started as far as lockdowns and things that come with that. So if this is true, based upon what the, what they did, uh, if this, if, it's, if this is a repeat of what happened in 2020 and the, everything after that, them using the weather, then it's good to say the central bank digital currency will probably follow within that same time frame. Because he was saying, according to his clip, that there's no time restriction to how long they can use this agenda, this narrative, as far as the weather being an issue that the government has to solve right away. So he was saying this could be a multi-year process, meaning so if it say if they hit us with some type of an event, whether it's real, fake, who knows, but in my opinion, it's going to be manipulated by the forces that are at, at work right now. And the end result will be the, oh, some type of shock. And then they'll come out and say, we need to, you know, slow things down. And we're witnessing the energy crisis. Whatever is going on right now behind the scenes has to do with deliberately trying to price people out of the affordability of energy, food, shelter, and everything else. And if that happens after this next plan, then you better believe the central bank digital currencies will be a part of the, this is how we're going to help people get back on their feet. If they comply, if they do this, if they do this, if their score is up to here and along the way, if you have any linking or association with, with any type of um, uh, social media accounts, if you have been anti anything done by those that are in charge of this, then you, your, your score won't be as high. So, so they're setting the framework up for this. And this is just my interpretation based upon the information shared in this little two clip, two minute clip. So, uh, you know, take of it what you may. I, I don't even know if Project Veritas is even still on YouTube because I question the fact that they are out here literally blowing the whistle and getting actual real video footage from people being set up. And I'm thinking, like, how many people will continue to get set up? Like, you meet the person, I'm assuming you they set you up with a fake, you know, it's just, uh. anyway, we know that 
the globalists, those that are in charge of all this, they love to give warnings and signs and they let leak, they let stuff leak out just because most people don't care anyway. Most people don't believe it. And if they do believe it, they can come out and say it's, it's fake news, it's misinformation and all that other stuff. So they can categorize it any way they want. So that's the whole CBDC thing, in, in my opinion. It's already ready. It's just waiting on the right event. <sighs> okay, let's keep moving. Feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas. Um, uh, JB says, you need to get uh, Dane on here, ACP. He's been talking about the war and reunion for a while. Yeah. So, JB, and that's where, at this point, due to how sensitive and fragile everything is, literally, with like the algorithms for this channel here, they have improved drastically and they're getting better to where as soon as this video is done, it's, it automatically publishes. And as soon as it's done, this video, most of the videos usually get flagged and it goes to a, a, almost a 24 hour review period of the algorithm having to verify everything from images, words and everything like that in real time. And sometimes it gets it, it gets approved and sometimes it does not. So as a content creator, I have to be more cautious of the things I talk about. So I can't have people on a show who more than likely, you know, if they were like, so Dane, I think he was on Greg Hunter. I think, you know, a lot of these people, you have to be cautious these days. And that's why I'm like, okay, on this channel here, I keep it real general. I sugarcoat things. I keep it on the surface just because I have to, you know, realize that I don't own this. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good to connect off here. Telegram, hopefully RTD locals buys me some time type of thing. So, uh, it's inevitable. You know, this, this won't last forever. I know that. That's why I'm trying to do my best. Cause I know the clock is ticking, you know, but I get you though. I, I do get you though. I appreciate you for that. And that's where for everybody tuned in, this is where it's, it's, it's so vital to have people who are well-informed from all walks of life, because you can throw out names of people who you watch. And then people on the screen here, you see that name, go to rumble, go to, go, you know, saying go duck, duck, go that person's name, watch two or three day videos, bam, just like that. You are a weather, you know, you're more in the expert realm than the 99% of other, the other population who have no clue. So that's why community is so important to keep us all plugged in. Cause I can't watch, you know, all these videos and interview all these people. I wish I could, but it ain't that easy playboy. And that's why I'm looking for help on a, on a, on a content creation side. If you got a channel, Definitely reach out to me. Let's let's collab a little bit. I would love to be able to, you know, bounce ideas off you and vice versa and help you share your expertise so we can all get better with ours. All right, I'm rambling too much. Man, let me get the phone out. I'm up here talking. Man, I apologize. Uh, here we go. We got a call here. Forgive me. Man, I'm up here. Get carried away. Uh, let's get this call. Hello, caller. Where are we calling from? Yeah, Mike. Steve, you reach nine. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, uh, I sent you a couple of videos there. Um, actually, one of them is talking about the, the uh, possible uh, $50 ground beef down the road yeah. that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I $50 per, per pound, they, they said. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it shouldn't surprise anybody. They're, they're going to, you own nothing and be happy. They want you to eat those bugs and everything. Yeah, uh, how, anyway, however other, that works out, but go ahead. Uh, hey, the other thing I called for, uh, uh, I sent you a video. It, it was I just put uh, Yuval Noah Harari on it. Yeah. Uh, if you got that there. Are, are you able to drop that to the guys or no? Uh, yeah, I can put it in the Telegram. Oh. Uh, let me put it on okay. the screen here in the meantime. Yeah, I, I think I might have already shared it. 
Uh, let me put, I put I put it on the screen and then I'll throw it in the chat afterwards. Yeah, yeah this this one's di- this one's different only only because, only because they're talking to a guy uh, from a biblical perspective. Yeah, and the guy brought up some, the the guy brought up some good points. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, you know, this guy Harari, yeah, is always attacking God. Mm-hmm. You know, why is he doing that? You know, if he wants to get his little techie stuff across, he really doesn't have to do that. Right. And the guy brings up the point that uh, Harari doesn't even deny that God exists. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just mad at God. Uh, and he brings up all of these different points mm-hmm. uh, that are very telling right. uh, because basically Harari speaks from the position that he was there, if, if that makes sense. There as far as <laughs> like, you, where is there? Uh, like back in the biblical days. Oh, really? That that way. Like, that's even though, uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even 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 though even though the guy's only what was he about fifty? Yeah, his, 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 say, would you say? his exterior shell but is about he, fifty or so. <laughs> yeah, correct, but, but when he talks, he talks in a matter of fact mm. that you know this is what this is what God did, but He didn't take it far enough. Mm-hmm. He talks like that, mm. and the guy brought the guy was bringing up these points, and when you when you when you go back and you listen to uh, Harari, what is that talking out of this guy? Right, and that's the point. That's the point that this guy was making. Right. So, so basically, if you, go, if you go into that video and you just go in 19 minutes in, just mm-hmm. start it right there, and yeah. they go for about they, they go for about a half an hour talking about Harari, right? Uh, and the things that uh, that he's doing, and it shouldn't surprise us because they do it all the time. Right. Look at look at that Charles thing a while back, right. where, where he talked about uh, giving over all the financials and military uh, uh, guidance to him. Right. Who, who is him? Right. Um, yeah, man. We, and so that's, and that's where at this point, a lot of people, especially part of this community here, know that, you know, there's, our, there ex, there's exterior forces at play in the spiritual essence of things to where we can always point and attribute the, the death, the destruction, and everything else to some some force uh, behind all this, and now it's just a matter of trying to, I guess, as always, you know, try to stay one step ahead, do the best we can to enjoy the moment while preparing, but also realizing that it's all temporal in nature anyway. So, um, exactly, yeah. yeah, I got you, man. And, and, and here's and here's and here's the last one, and mm-hmm. I'll and I'll let you go. Yeah, also put a video in there. It, it's a short clip. It's like. Mm-hmm. 43, 45 seconds. It's an yeah. old six minutes interview with Bob Dylan. Okay. Where Bob, where Bob Dylan talked about selling his soul to the devil. And you could tell from the way that he, his, his mannerisms and mm-hmm. the way that he's talking, you could tell that he's serious. Yeah. Uh, but, but the clip's about 40 something seconds. If, if you want to play that, you, you can. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it's in your it's in your basket yeah, there. I got it on the screen right that, now, so I, I'll that, drop it in Telegram afterwards. So people want to find out more, they can definitely listen to it, man. Appreciate you, man. As always. All right. Take take care. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, man. Good stuff. This is uh, the People's Talk Show. People get a chance to talk. Let your voice be heard. Um, yeah. So all these videos here, I'll definitely put them in a Telegram if you guys are wanting to find out more. All right, let's talk, man. Let me get this. Uh, I mean, yeah, phone line. I'm up here ranting. 
sometimes I forget that uh, <laughs> I get caught up in a thought or a rant. And I forget, you know, it's supposed to be a talk show. Like, Mike, you know, let people talk. Anyway, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm working. I'm still a work in progress. Uh, what other subject matters you guys want to touch on, man? Feel free to do so. Throw it out there. Uh, I'm curious to find out, based upon where you're at geographically, what are you seeing on the ground? Uh, I'm seeing, especially in California, t- TB, especially I'm seeing, you know, those those uh, flash flash mob parties with people raiding 7-Elevens and, you know, man, like California is just, whew, man, it's just no holes barred. I'm, it's, it's amazing that security officers, uh, security officers standing down and people got their cell phones taking pictures of this. And the sad part is, man, I, I put a I put it in the telegram. I'm like, if people are doing this and it's not even really we're not really in true like bad times. Think about when stuff really hits the fan, like people still in candy bars, you know, people fighting over candy bars. I'm like, come on, man. It's just, I just, man, I just, uh, yeah, I ain't going to understand it. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Uh, Mike, this is the coolest white dude in Yashkaba, Mexico. How are you, my friend? Doing good, my man. What's on your mind? Well, uh, that executive order, Jim Rickards has done uh, some videos recently on it and mm-hmm. dug a little deeper in it. I'm not well-versed in it, but uh, it motivated me enough to go watch an IMF video. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman on there, you know, this CB, you're, you're right, the, the currency has already been developed. They're just playing games with it, rolling it out. Mm-hmm. But what I found funny in her video was she referenced the pilot projects for the currency, mm-hmm. and she referenced that sand currency, uh, that Bahamas sand currency. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at that currency <laughs> compared to money, which is gold, look at it on a chart. Mm-hmm. Uh I wanted to ask you, and I've asked this question to you previously, mm-hmm. but I think it's important to review this question. Mm-hmm. And I've sent it to many economists. I've sent you emails and copied the responses, you know, from them. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's this. All, all currencies eventually go to their true value, which is zero. Right. Correct. I mean, we know that. Mm-hmm. So do all, here's the question. Do all stocks, bonds, ETFs, paper assets, because they're only redeemable in currency. Correct. When the currency fails or hyperinflates, mm-hmm. do they go to near zero in terms of purchasing power? Now, I've studied this going back to Germany in, you know, 1923 and then, um, uh, Venezuela recently mm-hmm. and the answer that I come up with is yes mm-hmm. now this is a true story back when I was in Wisconsin in business mm-hmm. I had a client who's the second wealthiest man in uh, Wisconsin mm-hmm. and him and I were talking and he kind of knew that I knew a little bit about economics and, and money mm-hmm. and he asked me this question. He goes, what are all stocks and bonds redeemable in? <laughs> and I answered it correctly, and mm-hmm. I said currency. Mm-hmm. And this man said, that is why I own gold. Mm-hmm. Now, this was about five years ago, but I can tell you it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Because my dedication to 
sound money. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, I wrote a book, 140 pages in 29 days with 151 resources mm-hmm. on this. You know, enough to learn. Yeah. And this system, the predictions that it's going down in December, I'm hearing it from everyone <laughs> that I follow. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but what do you think? Do all stocks, bonds, ETFs, and newspaper assets go to near zero in terms of purchasing power when that currency fails? Not if. When. Uh, and my answer is yes. So I, I am no one to disagree with you just because your statement to me, it just plays right into that I have that purchasing power of the consumer dollar on the screen here. And no matter what, everything that we do in the financial world is denominated in the same instrument that they're using against the humanity. And so no matter what claim you have, it all points back to the same paper they're destroying. So what do you really have basically is, you know, an IOU nothing as Mario loved to say. So I will be in full agreement with you. And I believe that they know that gold and silver in particular, those two items there have always been money. And at some point in the future, they're going to be revalued to reflect that in some nominal price that either people who have will be able to use and people who do not will be shunned away from using it. And they'll be encouraged to go towards the CBDC as a primary and only thing that they're able to get a hold of from the same people who destroy the system. So I would be in agreement with you, my friend. There's no financial future in a Federal Reserve note is one of my second my little cliches. Uh, OK, well, then that's great. And I'm glad that we agree. And we normally do. But how do you get someone to use something? And that right there requires literally the the reintroduction of the older method of exchanging. So like hand to hand or utilizing technology. And I'm sure like a lot of people are using, you know, uh, the blockchain to back things with and to hold and all that type of thing. But at this current moment, I'm not quite sure what the best method will be because humanity has never faced what we're experiencing now. So. It's going to be hand for hand, whatever you got that I need when I need it, it will be the best bartering tool. So bartering for sure will be the preferred, especially if stuff go to hell in a handbasket. But what suggestions you well, have? Well, I, I, I see it like this. How do you get someone to use something and it, you, you give it to them free? How do you get somebody you give the to currency use out for free? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you give the currency out for free. And with government, they always work in incremental steps. So you get the currency free. There's no strings attached. And then it's, well, you can't do this with it. You can't do that with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CBDC is not going to stick. I haven't heard Jim Rickards talk lately about uh, the currency that he thought was going to become the world currency. What was it? The one that was created in 1969. that had the original backing of the fortune of this. The SDR. Yes, the SDR, because he hasn't mentioned that lately. I mean, they're going to the digital currency. Mm -hmm. It's not going to stick. Right. What do you want, digital currency, or you want petroleum or gold from Russia? Uh, I would prefer calories for my belly, food for my surrounding, and, you know, lead for my protection. That's what I would prefer. So, to me, I really, apart from having an interest to help people realize monetary history, Moving forward, I'm more concerned with just making sure I have the necessities needed to sustain my livelihood. I'm not really concerned what I need to use in the meantime. As long as I can keep things moving steadily, I'm fine. So whether it's gold, silver, copper, 
you know, pellets, you know, an ink pen, you know what I'm saying, or a Bitcoin like, I don't give a dang, long as I can put food in my mouth. So that's my primary concern. What I use in the meantime is not, is not do or die just because it's temporary in and of itself. Because <laughs> it's only, it only, it's only going to be for a certain cycle as well before it, somebody moves on to something else. So. Okay, my friend, I'll let you get some other callers. Uh, I'm finishing up my four rental units here in Yashkaba. This place is nice. Uh, Man, we're looking me, forward, some... my wife and I, to low, low blood pressure coming uh, down to uh, live with us. So, Bet. Well, send, me some, send me some more pictures, man. I, I'll put it in the community so let people know, man. So they, we can all come on down and have a little retreat down in uh, Yashiba. That would be great, my friend. I'll send you some pictures. Uh, sure. Take care. Be good, man. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good stuff, Carl. Appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah, he got, he got a nice little project going on down in Mexico, man. He sent me some pictures when he first started. Boy, doing some things down there. So it'd be nice to have a little RTD meetup. In Mexico. <laughs> Anybody out there interested, let me know, yo, so we can make this happen. Um, all right, what we got here? Let me go here. Man, I'm missing all types of stuff in the chat here. Uh, Richard says the Ice Nine BS. Yeah, mind you, Jim Rickers, man, like he's been given approval to come out here and be that guy because, as always, they love to have the, 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 either the whistleblowers they allow to speak or the, 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 the moles that are allowed to get out of the, get out and, 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 and profit off of this somehow, some way, just because it's a warning. Everything is done by those that are calling themselves running the world. They always give warnings. I think Lindsey Williams, who I haven't saw nothing about as of late, anybody had a chance to keep up with Lindsey Williams? He's still around or what's going on with him? Cause he was always talking about his oil buddies that, you know, always knew what was going on. And um, yeah, so hopefully he's still kicking it. Uh, yeah. Oh, so here's something else. <laughs> Here's a game changer here. Let me share this with you real quick, and then we'll get ready to dial back. I shared this. Uh, uh, let me see here. It looks like there is a game. Oh, man, I, I didn't share it. Did I share it? Yeah. Here is something that is could be a game changer for the, <laughs> for the drug industry. Uh, it looks like. Let me get this on the screen here. If it pops up here. Let me see. Shoot. No. Let me. Give me one second here. Uh, this is. I thought this was interesting. Mighty timely to say the least, but uh, let me put it on the screen here. Give me one second. I have to got to go to old school way. Here we go. All right. So here is to read this headline here, <laughs> Columbia. So Columbia has a new uh, administration in office, literally a world economic forum puppet. And he's completely destabilizing things even more in Columbia, but it looks like, Colombia might be looking to, as it says here, decriminalize the cocoa. <laughs> and so it says, largest cocaine supplier to the U.S. considers decriminalizing. And so think about that. If Colombia eventually goes the way of the Western world in general with legalizing every substance and you can just transact and transport freely without any type of you know, punishment, I would imagine, based upon the current trajectory the U.S. is heading towards right now, it's a matter of time before they legalize that as well as all the other things and let it just let it just completely destroy the rest of humanity or the rest of the country on top of all the other drug issues we have and homelessness. We have all the problems that's been pre- prevalent forever. But as the system is being reset, it's not much profit being made 
in this. So why not just decriminalize it, let it go, let it run freely and let people kill off themselves naturally the way that they are trying to get done anyway. So uh, I thought that was definitely something we're going to hear more about in the U.S. You better hear it's going to be one politician out here saying that we need to just, you know, let everything ride, let everything go. And the question is, which I know the answer to already, they will not be releasing any past criminals who were indicted for drug charges of any kind the same way i don't think if i'm not let me know if i'm not mistaken they haven't lessened or expunged all prior records for people who were in jail for marijuana for the last umpteen years so to my knowledge they're still doing time in jail so that lets me know that it's not really about rehabilitating and helping people get back into society and be productive they want to make profit from the what is it? The uh, uh, what's the correctional facility? Was the correction? What's the correct the correction facility? Industrial complex or what's that called? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, decriminalization for it, and so barlight broker. In, in time, I think that'll be the case. But then again, you're gonna have the people who already use it now feeling more free to use it randomly without type of any type of fear or punishment. They're going to use it. And of course, they're going to come across something that ain't healthy and they're going to more lives will be lost in the short term. But then in, in time, more people will wake up to realize that it's designed to you know, get them out of here anyway. And then it's going it's going to hinder the drug game in, in general. Like, you know, right now, especially in Michigan, Michigan, once we legalized this past election process, there's there's a dispensary on every corner off eight mile. <laughs> And seven miles. So everywhere in Detroit, there's a dispensary next to a liquor store and a gas station. It's it's there. It, it, yeah, it's just yeah, I got <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, so imagine having, you know, those type of places on corners as well. It just it, it ruins the profit of the current drug industry. It's it's, it's a mess out here, man. It is a mess. Uh, let me see. Anyone says NY has made a business out of criminal justice system 100%. It's it's profitable like and so didn't Michael Burry you know sell 98% of his stocks and the remaining he put all into the correctional facility slash justice judicial system or that is you know companies that have jails and rehabilitation centers underneath their uh, management he betting on them because obviously it's going to be a mighty profit in the, in the near future off that industry ah, what else i like comedy all right well we about 54 minutes uh let's keep it moving i appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence and uh, hanging out with the community and sharing your thoughts and everything of that nature if you have not make sure you guys go join the telegram so you can share thoughts ideas prison industrial complex solo that's the word i was looking for uh, appreciate you, man. All right, people be blessed. Be safe back at it tomorrow. You know how we get down and also uh, trying to in the morning, bring a little bit of encouragement with that good word. Use it. And of course, to how you feel led. If it ain't for you, just dismiss it. It's all good. No harm, no foul. Don't hurt my feelings at all. I'm just trying to be a faithful steward and share the good news because we're all called for something greater than just what we currently do. Why not make it count for eternity? Win souls. Have a conversation with somebody that can hopefully impact their day, directing them towards their Lord and Savior. That's what we need. Uh, Michael forgot his name. Who name? Have a good night. All right, people. Be blessed. Be safe. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Shalom.